Welcome to episode 69 of the Travel and Adventure Photography School podcast. As always, I'm your host, Robert Massey. Thank you so much for listening today. I am truly stoked that you are taking some time to improve your photography. This podcast is part of the educational arm of my photography business, Robert Massey Photography. We focus on crafting beautiful images in the great outdoors, and we sell a variety of prints of mountains, lakes, Calgary, and beyond. You can check out all the photos we have available, along with the show notes for this episode and every other episode on robertmasseyphotography.ca. Now, let's get on with the show. We have talked a lot about mobile photography and the gear you can use to make yours better for the last few weeks. This was done with the intent of showing people that you don't need a big camera to create amazing content. And it would seem, from the way I talk on here, that you really only have those two choices in the type of camera you use to make things. Your phone camera or a fancy interchangeable lens camera. But that's not all the choices you've got to make extraordinary things with. So this week, I thought I would get into giving you four alternatives to mobile or mirrorless cameras that can help you create things on the go. These are cameras that are accessible for everybody to use, and they are things that really will enhance your creativity, and honestly let you lighten up your bag a little bit if you so choose to leave behind the bigger camera. Now, we won't get into drones, phones, DSLRs, mirrorless, or rangefinders here. I want to give you four legitimate options that take you away from the standards of content creation, and open up some new possibilities for you. Alright, let's just get right into what these four cameras actually are. First off, let's get this one out of the way right away, point and shoots. Most people know about these, we've all probably used one at some point. These are the tiny cameras you can typically fit in a pocket or a small bag. Manufacturers aren't dropping a lot of money into developing these cameras anymore, and with good reason. Phones have mostly replaced them in the market, but they do occasionally still have a place in a bag. The cheap ones that you can buy for $100 to $200 aren't worth anything, other than maybe being the first camera you give to a 5-year-old to let them run around with. If you want a higher quality camera that you can drop in a large pocket and has features like a bigger sensor and a long optical zoom, be prepared to drop $1,000 or more. They still tend to be a little bit smaller than using an interchangeable lens camera, mostly because of the way that the lens is actually built on the front, but you're spending a good amount of money for that portability. Now, for the best of the best in this range, check out the Fujifilm X100V. It's the camera to get if you want a Leica-style rangefinder with autofocus and video. This tiny little camera has an APS-C sensor, which is the same as Fuji's acclaimed mirrorless cameras. It's the same sensor they use in there. It has an extended ISO range of 51,200, 4K video, and shoots 11 frames per second. It does lack any form of stabilization and is a fixed focal length 23mm lens. Now, this is perfect for street and portrait photography, but not really much else. And it comes in at a whopping $1,400. You can get a full-frame mirrorless for less money than that but it's compact, lightweight, and takes fantastic images. So if you're set on having one camera to head out with and no extra lenses to worry about, this is the best one for the best image quality. Now, rugged cameras are still also a thing here in the point-and-shoot category, and they are one of the main reasons this lineup actually still exists. The top of the line here is still the Olympus Tough series, although where they go from here is anyone's guess with last year's sale of Olympus. Now, there are more expensive cameras in this category that can go deeper or be a little bit more crush-resistant and things like that, but they are super expensive, and honestly, you're probably better off getting a case for your mirrorless rather than buying one of these more expensive point-and-shoots because the quality difference between the two does not justify the cost. 
So that's why I say that the Olympus is the best one in this category because it's still only around $400, which is a pretty remarkable price to pay for something that can go pretty deep underwater. In fact, the TG6, Olympus's newest model, can actually go up to 50 feet underwater. It's sandproof and can survive in extreme temperatures. Basically, this camera is a tank that takes photos anywhere you want it to. If you want to do underwater photography but can't afford the cost of the proper housing for your mirrorless camera, then the Olympus Tough is an excellent option for your kit. Overall though, point and shoot cameras aren't really a good buy anymore, unless you're going to drop over $1,000 on one, and then you're better off buying a full frame mirrorless or a Fuji APS-C mirrorless. You get better options and more flexibility by going that way. The only time I would say to buy one of these is if you need a rugged camera, then a point and shoot will still have a place in your bag. Alright, moving on to the second type of camera, and since we're talking rugged, let's talk about action cams. Like the GoPro lineup or the DJI Osmo Action, action cameras are a staple in the filming world. They are waterproof, shockproof, and are the go-anywhere, do-anything camera every adventurer and traveler who is even slightly adventurous should have in their bag. These cameras used to be made specifically for those wanting unique angles where you can't get a bigger camera or where a bigger camera would be destroyed. Now, however, these are legitimate creation devices with beautiful sensors and capabilities. Most have even gone away from the fisheye perspective and are using ultra-wide lenses now, removing that bubble effect action cams used to be known for. Now, what makes these cameras extra unique is their attachment systems. GoPro, in particular, has built out a massive kit of flotation, mounting, and strapping accessories that means you can get your action camera onto any surface you can think of and record truly unique angles. Think on the handlebars of bikes mounted under a car, on a helmet, a plane wing, or a diver's back. Just pretty much anywhere you can think of, they can go, and it takes amazing content as you do it. Now, the king of this arena is still GoPro. And honestly, right now, I don't know why you'd go with anyone else. The GoPro Hero 9 has all the features a photographer or videographer would want including 5K video at 30 frames per second, in-camera stabilization, 20 megapixel photos, slow-mo, and hyperlapse, just to name a few of the things. It's even got a front-facing screen to compose those selfie shots. This front-facing screen was the only advantage DJI's Osmo action camera had over GoPro, and now the king of the action camera has solved that problem as well. So if you're looking for the best way to capture your adventures and not worry about the camera, then getting a GoPro is the right choice for you. Action cameras are serious content creation tools that are incredibly useful in a variety of situations. You can use them to complement your mirrorless or DSLR, or they can stand entirely on their own as a way to capture your trip. I would fully suggest every traveler and adventurer seriously considers adding an action camera to their kit purely for the usability that it adds and all of the extra creative choices that you get. And honestly, they're pretty lightweight and tiny. They don't take up much room, so just tuck them in there and put it right alongside your bigger camera. All right, camera number three. This isn't a category of camera, but a camera itself, the DJI Pocket. I don't think anyone else in the world quite has a camera out like the DJI Pocket. The Pocket is a minuscule gimbal stabilized camera meant for quick on the streets shooting. It has a small camera attached to a gimbal on top of a long handle that you hold and that also has all the controls for the device. The whole camera itself is only 12.5 centimeters long and weighs just 117 grams. You can tuck it in a bag and forget it's there. The centerpiece of this camera is its three-axis motorized gimbal. This keeps all the footage you record smooth and stable. And unlike action cams, this is true stabilization, not digital, meaning you won't get any strange artifacts going on in your video. It shoots 4K and can capture panoramas, time lapses, motion lapses, and straight up 
photos. You can also attach the camera to your smartphone for a bigger screen to work with and on-the-go editing capabilities. But the camera has total functionality without your phone. What I've loved about using this camera is how easy it is to start creating great shots. I picked it up and started filming within just a few minutes, and now that I know the settings, I can start creating content in seconds with a camera that adds basically no weight to my bag. I'm particularly enamored with the stabilization in such a small package. I was running beside someone biking last night, and the footage is beautiful and smooth, despite the fact I was sprinting forwards and jumping over branches and twigs. The camera stayed right with my bike rider the whole time. Now, this is a particular use case camera. If you have a mobile gimbal, then this may not be right for you. Or if you're creating high-end professional content, then again, this likely isn't the camera for you. But if you're looking to capture the day-to-day -day around you, to capture content on the fly, or to always have the ability to create stabilized and beautiful video without needing a big gimbal, then this is likely your camera. It's so tiny that you can literally always have it on you. The footage it captures is perfect to complement other content or to upload to your social channels. So it's well worth a look if you're looking to go light and fast with your video or photo capturing and are really interested in making the best videos that you can with basically no gear necessary. All right, and here we are going on to our last alternative camera, 360 degree cams. Now, this type of camera won't replace any other camera in your kit, and it also can't be duplicated by any other camera you have. That's why it's in here, because for those who need its capabilities and creative aptitude, there is nothing else that can compare. No matter where you point it or how you hold it, as long as you aren't covering up the lenses, a 360 camera will capture nearly everything around it, which makes sense. It is right there in the name. 360 cameras work by using two fisheye lenses back to back. Each camera captures a 180 degree view, meaning when they merge back together, you get an almost 360 degree view of the world. These are great for giving people a sense of a whole area or just capturing really unique images. Appropriately done, a 360 image can help your photography stand out in an overly saturated world. For travel, one of my favorite uses for a 360 cam I've seen is to walk through a museum or square or somewhere else and then be able to relive the experience back at home either by moving around on your device in the 360 space or even better, by plugging in a VR headset and really immersing yourself back into the experience of walking through that area. Now, there are many of these cameras currently on the market, but the best brand I've found so far is Insta360. These cameras are intuitive and offer some enjoyable, unique, and creative ways to capture stills and videos in 360 degrees. Some features may be overkill for those starting out though. Still, I believe once you get into the using these cameras, you will appreciate the extra functionality. So I would suggest looking at Insta360 right off the bat, even though they're probably a bit overkill for where you're at. Partly because they also offer fantastic image quality. Now, GoPro also has their Max camera, a 360 degree action cam, and is excellent for people looking to capture their whole world while riding, skiing, or doing something else active. In typical GoPro fashion, they want you to record yourself moving, but do it in 360 degrees. And that's it. Those are four alternative cameras that can help enhance your creativity, reduce the weight of your bag, or just let you leave the big body at home and head out on the road light and fast. Sometimes I find that we get too caught up in only using the mainstream cameras, the mirrorlesses, and the DSLRs, and better ones than that even, because that's what we are used to. But alternative cameras can open up whole worlds of creative possibilities, and we should never deny ourselves the chance to create unique images on whatever device. So let's capture our dreams using whatever we can. Now, if you've got something you want to learn about or just want to talk about photography, drop me a message on Instagram at Robert Massey Photography. And if you want the show notes for this episode, you can find those online at robertmasseyphotography.ca. 
Thanks so much for listening today. I am stoked you were taking the time to learn something new and improving your photography. Let's adventure. Bye for now.